Welcome back guys to the Theory of Three. My name is Austin and we are going to be talking about acquaintances and the people you associate yourself with. Now this can apply um, to either uh, social, uh, social circles or work related uh, you know, things. Um, and my question to you guys would be um, not only what have you seen in those areas when it comes to your engagements with people, but how has that affected your personal life? Sure. I think Firstly, um, and I love your question, but firstly, I wanted to introduce to a, a guest yeah. that's on the show, James Kinsey. Uh, he's waving. I have no idea why <laughs> our audience can't see him. But, it took uh, me so long to get ready for this. I'm like, yeah. I'm not even on camera. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we, we all live in this little same little town. Uh, we've grown up together probably, what, two minutes away from each other. Never yep. knew each other about two years yeah. ago. Yeah. Uh, has it been two years? Yeah, has it just been? about. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Then man. you, then he found me in the gym, beat me up a couple of times, took my lunch money. But then <laughs> yeah. after a little bit, he kind of was like, "Okay, fine." Tough love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tough love. Yeah. Welcome to the world. Right. Um. But no, great to have you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you all for for having me. Yeah. So back to Austin's question, and mm -hmm. I want to direct it to you because you're the guest and sure. you can answer it first. Um. You know what? What have you found that has influenced you when you're hanging out with certain people that you associate yourself with? What, what's so important with that? Right. Well, kind of what we were saying, um, hanging around people that are going to inspire you, motivate you daily um, in whatever you do, whether it's it's business, uh, personal vendettas, um, or, or what have you, it, surrounding yourself with um, people and, and, and like Austin was saying, having people who one up you, you know, mm -hmm. um, if you surround yourself with um, not only like-minded people, uh, but people who are going places, it, it's going to bring yourself up that much quicker, um, I believe. And, you know, kind of like when we were kids, you know, your parents would say, you know, if you hang out with the bad crowd, you know, then your morals are going to start to corrupt. Or if you hang around the good kids, then, you know, you're going to start behaving better. And yeah. it, whoever you hang around, um, you become basically. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I agree with that. I think <clears throat> one of the things that if you watch very successful people, they constantly say, you know, there, there's a there's something that rubs off on the people they work with. Mm -hmm. you know I mean, the people that live, work with Gary Vee, work with Grant Cardone, that work with that used to work with Casey Neistat. Like, there's a there's an energy that they give off that is uh, very um, attractive, and it's right. uh, you know, there's an energy of work ethic and uh, you it's know, contagious. Yeah, you it is very contagious. It. You can see it like it pour off on that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so you know, ha having those people in your life that you work with, that's going to motivate you to do better, even in meetings. Like we've had those meetings where you walk away from a meeting, you're like, I feel, you know, yeah. it's it's you're motivated, you're inspired to right. do more, you know, even more than what you want to do. Um, and those are the people you need to hang around, that you need to grasp onto and and, and hang out with more. Um, and that and it's so invaluable, especially for the the mindset. You know, it, it's it's dull work what we do, and because ninety percent of it is emailing, uh, messaging on Facebook, posting stuff, and the other ten percent is actually getting out in the field and doing what we love, for the most part. I know James, you know, works you know all the time, but um, you know, he's lying. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it's it's very uh, appealing to the people that are, that are outside. But you know, Instagram is such a great thing, and uh, fake it till you make it. And James is the epitome of that. Pro, yeah. <laughs> yes, but I think we all are, and anybody that works in this industry has to be. And mm -hmm. you know, um, so yeah, that's definitely something. You know, I'm gonna be the devil's advocate here, though. Yeah. So they say surround yourself with. Like-minded people and people who one-up you, yeah. and you are the sum of the four or five people that you hang, you know, spend your time with the most. Sure. But what if you so say you have this uh, core group, 
what if you're the weak link? Like, so <clears throat> if you're supposed to hang out with all these people who are above you, mm. right? Well, what if you're that the person um, who you're looking up to? May, uh, now, are they hanging out with someone who's below them? Mm -hmm. You know, so like at what point then? Um, so, so then basically are you, is that your mentor? You know, are, you, you kind of have to look at it two ways. You know, do you mentor someone who's below you and try to bring them up? Um, and then, you know, or do you be around people who are always above you? You know, um, I, th I think equal, equal level people are always attracted to equal level if that makes sense i right. think if like if i if i met somebody who was of lower level quote unquote i'm not saying that i'm going to meet someone um we wouldn't connect as well as if someone was on my level fighting for the same thing sure you know it, it, like i understand what you're coming from and i'm curious as to if anybody else has an opinion on that but i i i, I don't think that if someone else is if someone's in a group let's say there's six people in a group and some one of the persons is a a, a weak link Mm -hmm. quote-unquote, I don't think that that person would technically be a weak link if the six people were on the same level, mm. right? So if, if six people are on the same level and one of them considers themselves a, a weak link, mm -hmm. then the other five uncon like subconsciously are helping that person become better and join the same level that they're right. on. Yeah. Um, as long as the mindset of that quote-unquote weak link is, is the grow. same is and, to grow right. and is the same as the person above them. Right. I think I, I don't think it's hmm. a, a permanent point. weak link. Right. Yeah. That's so good. Okay. I think there's two. I think there's two categories that the person that quote unquote is the weak link that can have. In my expertise, I'm the I'm a gaffer, and if someone comes to on set that wants to learn genie, the two things that I know that I'm going to sink my knowledge into or sink my knowledge and just l let them walk is attitude. Everything's about attitude. Mm -hmm. You know, um, if they're eager, eager to learn, take advice, uh, take what I'm telling them to heart, even, you know, if it's right or wrong, then that's two different things. But if I'm telling them that this is, this is what this gear is and this is what this is, and I never have to tell them again, I'm, uh, they're not the weak link. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. they're learning as they're going, but there's a progression that they're, we're all they're there at one building. Point, exactly. You know? They're building. Right. You know what I mean? And and that's the thing mm -hmm. that we've that we've seen. You know, once we hang out with someone so long that they start learning things from us, and you know, right. they used to, you know, we used to learn everything from them. Now they're learning things from us that we're building, that we're growing, we're doing things. And I think it's you know all about attitude mm -hmm. um, and willingness. You know, if you know if we're all sitting around the table and talking, you know, and that they're telling us no, that's not what you should do, or you should do this better then taking that and putting it into action is going to make set you apart from everyone else mm -hmm. on that table. You know, yeah, um, yeah, and I think that also applies to the whole concept of something you mentioned earlier about marrying up. Mm. Um, I read a book this week that talked about that same phrase, and they said the concept of marrying up is basic uh, is the basic evolutional chain of you improving yourself to where you are worthy to marry them. That's yeah. what marrying up. And and they said the in the pursuit of marrying someone that's better than you or is at a better social standing or in any one of those cases just mm -hmm. better than you as a person and you can admit that to yourself. Sure, you're already on the prog or like the 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 journey to that point. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I also think that the whole weakest link deal. I I absolutely love what you brought up, um, and I think that honestly, it's counter again to play the devil's advocate. If you are the weakest link. I would say that it's either because of the fact that you are the newest of the group. So, for example, mm -hmm. if there's mm -hmm. six friends and all six of those friends 
um, are, let's say, 13 years old. Um, they've grown up together, uh, 13 rolls around. One of those friends doesn't want to grow up. I mean, not to give too many analogies, but you know, Stranger Things played that perfectly. I mean, Will's character, he just wanted to sit in his basement and play D&D. You know, he just wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons, and he just wanted to have fun with his friends. Yep. And all of his other friends started finding, like, mm-hmm. getting into relationships, started dating, started... And he felt completely left out. He was the weakest link. And it wasn't because he doesn't have heart or he doesn't have spirit. And it's not because he's not a good friend. He just was starting to fall behind what everyone else is emotionally feeling. So that emotions, those those expanding emotions, allowed them to grow in different ways than he ever was. Yeah. Or could. For sure. So I think in a lot of different ways, if you are the weakest link, it's either because you are choosing to not grow or you are right. staying in the same spot, which technically is you going backwards. Well, he in his situation, he was scared of moving forward because of what his, he was facing. And I think... I think everyone is that I way, I think though. everyone and is. Every, and everyone, I think it's it, like daily battle. It can... Sure. I think you can become the weakest link if you choose to not grow. I think mm-hmm. mentally and, and just my, in your, your mindset, if you choose not to grow further and grow with your group of friends sure then you can definitely fall behind um absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> just died <laughs> just died yeah but that i think that also applies to work i know that we've experienced in several situations where i mean curtis kind of hinted to this earlier um that people we used to learn from um and who used to teach us mentorship really um we've not only surpassed them but now they're learning from us and that can be attributed to either uh, a decision of like you know choosing not to grow any faster than they were, yep. um, or just laziness, exactly. because that's usually what ends up happening. And that's it, why it, in most cases, like the story, I yeah. mean, you, every story we've ever written, uh, like heard of, is always like the mentor wants the student or the apprentice to surpass him. That concept is completely different because that's where somebody who is older, who has succeeded well, who has like you know attributes under his belt wants to give that wisdom to a younger person mm-hmm. so that he can succeed and pass him. Right. But what we're speaking of correct, like specifically is between you know the, the people that are between like 18 and 40. The people that are growing. Like it's pretty much growing all the way until you hit 40. And for, they say from 40 to 50 you start experiencing the joys of what you've worked on. Right? You start yeah. seeing the benefits the of what happened. The fruits of your labor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then 50 to 60 you started reaping the other side of it. You start having probably start finding uh, you know you start, probably start having grandchildren. You have you know, you're looking at retirement. You're looking to find a little bit of a calmer life. You start wanting to mm-hmm. do things that are, you know, that now that you have money and more time like you didn't have before, sure. you know, you spent, you know, 30 years trading, you know, your your time for money. Now you have t- money and a lot of, you know, exactly. to, you yeah. know, trading for time. So, um, like, that concept is, is definitely the situation. But, you know, the one that we've experienced, and I, for me specifically, in one instance that I can think of off the top of my head, um, it's been that situation where that person, you know, just chose not to grow. Yeah. They stopped. And it, it wasn't because they were choosing intentionally to be the weakest link. But there came a point where I realized, like you said, um, James, that like, what if I'm the weakest link? Well, that was my realization of them. I realized that they were the weakest link. Um, and it was like, it, it's quite a, like a revealing thing. So I don't know. It, it's kind of, it's a touchy subject. Is it you know? weird? Yes. Oh, God, yes. It's weird, especially if you've looked up to them. If you've looked up to somebody and then three or four years go by and you realize that same individual is no longer, like, 
fighting with you. It's not like he. It's not like he went from teaching you to standing side by side and fighting for something. Exactly. They've, they've right. changed to being. You know, they, they've chosen to do differently right. or not not succeed or not grow. Yeah. And you know, it's kind of heart heart you know wrenching because it's like you yeah, know sad. that's sad. Um, you know, and that, and that, that conversation can spill over into any subject, whether it's work or social, it, it doesn't matter because that turns into what people can be defined as toxic. It is toxic to your growth. It's toxic to your achievements. You know, you start, they start giving off the the negative side of, of energy. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like that idea that you start getting depressed about what you do. You start questioning. It's not so much about the questions. It's about questioning. Why am I doing this? Is it even worth it? You know, Mm -hmm. if I've wasted three or four years of my life, no, if, if this is what you've been doing, this is what you love, then there's no point for you to stop. Like that's the whole point. But when you start doubting those, you start putting those questions in your mind. When that person starts putting those questions in your mind, you start to lose, you know, and that's, it's a downward spiral Mm -hmm. from there. Mm -hmm. I think what's interesting, even about the three of us, um, and people that we hang around with is that we're the, yeah, we're the the worst critics of ourselves. And I think uh, you can't, like, we've always said that, you know, when the bubble, when the balloon gets too, too full of helium, which is, you know, more our ego, it, you know, just pop it a little bit and it's, that's more of like our analogy. And I think, uh, the reason why we don't think we're anywhere is that because we don't look at ourselves that we've gone anywhere. We're still growing. We want to still grow. Um, but I think that any, everybody that's seen us in the past three or four years think that we've gone mm. extremely far. And that was the thing, you know, if we if we stop, if we don't look at the ground and look at the mountain and keep going and right. look at the peak, then at some point we'll hit the peak and go, whoa, we're, we we're, we're actually yeah. here, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people look look at the ground, look behind them, see where they they haven't look at they Joe gone. Down the and they compare themselves. Yeah, they start know, comparing themselves, and it's a hu- it's a bad problem. It, you know? It's a, I mean it's it's dangerous. I yeah. mean just to and I know Gary V speaks on this a lot, um, and not caring about what your neighbor thinks. Yeah, and I think that's very important. Yeah. It is. It, no, it's absolutely important. I think uh, uh, there's a book I read that was called The Slight Edge, and they talk about success. Um, and how, and I'll, I'll branch off into two different things here. Toxicity in your life, whether it be through people that are at your work or your friend circle, not only are they, they eking that negativity and that, that like sort of, it's a choice they're making. They're making a decision for themselves. That's a negatively affecting you, whether they know it or not. Yeah. Um, but more importantly, what's actually happening on your side is that the more you're around them, the more you're apt to not fight. So it's kind of it's not like oh I'm choosing to be bad or I'm choosing to be good. It's not and that's not how it works. They said like um, if if you're on one side of the street and on the other side of the street you see a fight break out and you see this person getting beat up for no reason, you not doing this nothing is the same thing as almost joining in with them. That right. concept, even yeah. though there is like some if, liability in that it's, statement. Yeah. It's the idea of if you're fi- if you're not fighting you're going down. Yes. It, you know, the, in the analogy of the book, it suggested that there are two types of people who look at success. There are the ones that believe that you hop in an air balloon next to a mountain and you go straight up. And as you go up, you see the change of height and you see yourself getting higher and higher and the peak of the mountain going down. Then there's the other type of people that actually succeed that start at the bottom of the mountain and climb. The mountain is always up. There is no such thing as difference in height. You don't know if you're getting closer or not, but you can just see that the horizon is getting better. But you never get above it. You're still going up because your your expectations for yourself and your friends are always going. Yes, you know what I mean. Once you think you hit the peak, then there's always more. But there's also, I think, it's not getting comfortable ever. Absolutely. Because I think, I think if you once you get comfortable, I think you know it's like you said earlier, Curtis. It's all about attitude, hmm. and if you if you start to get comfortable, then that's I think 
I believe that's when the downslide starts to slowly creep in. Yeah. Um, you know, it's getting uncomfortable. That's when the biggest changes happen yeah. and just keep going forward. Mm-hmm. And I think kind of what we're talking about is in, in, in the real world is where it, it doesn't matter in what business or in what type of uh, market you're in, you, you have wins and losses. And in the beginning of climbing, climbing the mountain, um, you have a lot more losses than you have wins. And the closer you get to the top, the more you see the horizon, the more wins you get. And I think once you reach a certain point in climbing that mountain, um, you, you your wins and losses equal out. And it's at that point you have a realization that you've actually made it somewhere. You don't have yeah. to be at the peak to realize you've actually made it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a really hard point and the hardest point for any, I guess, business owner I'm not even going to use the terminology entrepreneur. Um, it's been so slighted. It's so but, oversaturated. But word. any business owner is the toughest part is the, the loss versus win ratio. If you have one win for every 10 losses that you face every day or every week or yeah. whatever, that's the toughest part. Yep. It's finding, it's getting to the point where you have 10 losses and 10 wins. Yeah. That's where you want to be. Yeah. I want to pose a question to the group, um, and I would like James to answer this first. Um, my the question is, how, so what happens when you find that weak link? You know what what happens? Like have and this is from personal experience. Have you found yourself? Have you ever found usually yourself I am the weak link. You, no, <laughs> tell you absolutely not say that. Um, I, I would say you know kind of what we we hit on earlier. Um, so say you have your you know your core group and you you notice say someone's the weak link. I think at a, a certain point, um, kind of like what Austin was saying, is at one point, you know, you're growing and at some point, as you continue to grow, it's time to become a mentor and it's time to pass on that knowledge and um, share your experiences, you know, your ups and downs and let someone else grow from that. Um, and I think once you find that person that is a quote unquote weak link, uh, you help them out if you see that their attitude is willing to go you know, forward, they're coachable, things of that nature, um, then yeah, invest in them. And I think, you know, everything comes in a full circle because someone probably invested in you to get to where you are mm-hmm. yep. and, and so forth. And then you invest in them. Um, and then, you know, that might just make your team that much stronger because now your weak link is now coming up and, you know, you're now your six as a whole is so much stronger. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 completely agree with that um i do know that you should (laughs) (laughs) um i i do know that in the spectrum of mentorship there has been conversations that i've been like granted to listen to um and one of the the major things about very successful people that they've said about their mentors is that and and they've stressed this time and time again mentorship as somebody that is looking for it it is your job to pursue them. They will never pursue you. And if they are, then they're doing it incorrect. Yep. Because the mentor is not to pursue the person that is looking for mentorship. If that person or the, as you as an individual are looking for leadership, guidance, wisdom, knowledge, everything that the mentor can give you, it is your responsibility. If you want that, that, that mm-hmm. you know, those results, you need to pursue him. It, or her it's the, it's and like, find it it's more the analogy of get into their space into their bubble into their yep. uh, into their and and feed be off on of that their charisma. phone you know be exactly. around them get around them yep. you know that's a big thing being around the people you want to succeed with i mean i can't think of a single person that we've you know worked with in the past year that we haven't had to chase 
to work with, you know, or that we said yeah. before, you know, hey, we would absolutely, absolutely, and figuratively die to work with this person. Yep. They're absolutely they, what they do is great. What they what what they what they produce is amazing, and we would love to be a part of it. And then you know, nine months later, I, it's almost like a baby. But <laughs> nine months later, nine months later, here he is. But no, at the end some, of the day, some were more. It emerges, months, and we but... get an email introduction to them, or we get we meet the right person that's going to mm-hmm. introduce us to that person. Yep. And that's the that's the amazing thing is to always try to go after the people that you want to be and what you and you know that are in your industry that are doing good work. And I feel like that's one of the biggest things about our website and even about uh, our work. People come up to all the time, you know, hey, you guys do really good work. And at the end of the day, it's like, eh. I mean, half of me says, yeah, thank you, but the other half of me is like, it's not mine. Like I can't claim that ninety percent Brothers Three Studios. Like I can't. You know, it's our the directors that we work with, which we're very fortunate to work with, very talented ones. They do great work, you know, and, and that's the whole point. It's like that's why we work with them. We just because augment their exactly brilliance. Exactly, you know? and we help them. We we you know collaborate with them. We talk to them. We help facilitate that. We help get the vision out of them. That's the only thing we do. You know, put it, what we put on screen is is a collaboration of all of us. And you know, um, it wouldn't be there if we were working with you know less talented people. It wouldn't be there. You know. Um, and we grow on and the We wouldn't same. be interested in working with them. You exactly. know, if it was anything less than the caliper that they've set, then it wouldn't, yeah. you know. It, yep. If you're in the, if you're in the, what's the phrase? If you're in the pursuit of excellency, you're only going to find excellent people. Mm-hmm. I think uh, is the I, phrase. And I also think kind of what we were talking about when it comes to finding people we want to work with or people you want to hang out with. I think the people you really, really want to hang out with, the most important person will take the longest amount of time in terms of business yeah. mm-hmm. to, to, to reach and to talk to. Exactly. Um, but there are the randoms like James where you just run into them. Yeah, and you, you know, click. And you <laughs> click. <laughs> and it works just, it's brilliant. Yeah, I want to pose the question and like, it's not so much the idea, I want to talk about comparing yourself and it could uh, morph into more of what, what James was talking about earlier about getting comfortable is this whole idea of Instagram. And I want to del- delve into that a little bit. The idea that when you get on Instagram and we're searching for these people, that we don't go to the search and saying, I wish I was that person. It's no like I we wanna be we wanna be doing things with them, we wanna be working with them, we wanna help them be better. You know? Um, that idea, I think Instagram is such a great place to meet people and to learn from people, but I also feel like it's a great place to compare peop- mm-hmm. yourself to them. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish I was doing that. I wish I could be doing that. I wish I could be with them. I kinda, wish I, you know what I mean? Kind of like what we talked about last week in terms of comparing your co- your your product with you know, a movie or exactly, to exactly. You know, you're 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 taking a look at where you want to be and saying, why am the, I not there? There's a fine line, yeah. and I feel like there, there's a there's a good comparison and a bad comparison. The good comparison is saying, mm-hmm. why is my content not there, and then how can I get my content to look yeah. like that? Mm-hmm. And the bad comparison is, I wish I was there, you know, uh, doubting myself that I will ever get there. And there's yeah. a mindset there. You know, it's like us looking at James Dude, so much posting stuff on Instagram. <laughs> you know, his his game, his gain, his his uh, you know his his uh, game. Yeah, like, his game is just oh, wait, crazy. It's on dude. point, man. Yeah, I go. I, we go to the we go, James is like this is not where this was. We go to the club, and you know, we're sixty years old. I'm I swear I'm still going to be learning things from him. You know, he's going to be picking up the chicks that are walking out the door, and I'm going to be going and I'll be seventy. Yeah, and he's going to be seventy. I'm like, how is this happening? You know, I'm going to be walking up my crutch, and he's going to be walking around just like That's you know, right. full. You he's know. going to be full on like Kane Walker style. Yeah, exactly. be like, <laughs> yeah, the, I tennis balls nothing. and all. <laughs> um, but, um, but you know, that, that being said, like it, it's it's one of those things that's a very fine line comparing yourself to people that you mm-hmm. that you want to want to work with, and it's the mindset. You know, mm-hmm. 
A lot every, of it has every, to do with mindset. Everything has to do with mindset. mindset. You know, there have been people who have had, like, their lives... You know what blows my mind? Is that there have been people who have succeeded in this life who had absolutely the worst beginning, the worst upbringing, mm. the worst circumstances, and they've succeeded compared to people who are just living mediocre lives primarily because they just They're choose not to. No, well, it's, it's, it's not it's the, medi- the mediocrity. It's like a comfortability of, like, complaining. Like, they just complain. They don't try. Well, exactly. You know? Again, again it's, it's, un- it's unreal. Rough times breed excellence. It breeds the, the, the courage and mm-hmm. the, the gumption to leave. Yeah. Right? And mediocrity is... Like you're comfortable, you're not you're not looking for something else. You you're like, well, I wish I had more money, or I wish I had more this, or I wish I had a Lamborghini. But you know, I'm not willing to put in extra work. You still want your time off. You still want to, you know, yeah, know, whatever. Exactly. And I think the I think you get very it gets very uh, bad, especially when you start trying to go. I wish I looked like James. You know? <laughs> uh, I wish I, I wish had to dress like him. I, I wish, wish I had his body. Exactly. Like, oh, like you know, and, and that it gets very very bad very quick. You know. Um, oh, you guys. This, this, <laughs> this, this whole thing is going to pop up on some like, oh, right. Yeah, but uh, you NSFW know, page. <laughs> to kind of go along with that, you know, that's almost like, um, you know, I started to find myself being very comfortable in Missouri, mm. um, you know, with the whole acting thing. But you, then at some point you just have to realize, you know, there's not enough here. And if I want to go and go to the next level, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to move, you know. And so making that recent move to Georgia, I think, um, has already just been a blessing tenfold and um absolutely like what we're saying get out of your comfort zone and that's where the real magic starts to happen Mm -hmm. that's such a good line that's good all right well um i think that's it for today um please join us again next time uh whenever we finally get another upload going (laughs) um and uh yeah we will uh catch you all next time peace Welcome back to Brothers 3 Studios. No, it's Welcome Back to the Theory 3. I know. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. didn't. No, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. We all said the same time. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. It's like beep, 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 All my bull meters going off. Woo! Seven doesn't belong. All right, here we go.